0: Throws to the back of the end zone, and it is
1: off for a touchdown by Holmes. With all your latest sports news and commentary, you're listening to the TNT Podcast with your hosts, Tyler Layfield and Torres Finney.
2: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the TNT Podcast with your boy, Torres Finney, and my co host, Tyler Layfield. What's up, Tyler? What to do, baby? Hey, y'all ready to know? Look, do we we don't even have to explain it? We got our boys, UFC, the pick boys and listen podcast, Jordan Meadows <laughs> and Blake Horgan. And look, we're back on the show once again, and we get ready to make picks once again. And this time we ain't gonna be um, on the lower end, because we know Jordan, he likes to do a lot of good picking. And you know, I don't know how get his <laughs> he gets on these main events. He's good at it now, he's good. But we're going we to we go see what he's thinking about today. We're going to see what he's thinking about today. So I'm excited to see that, especially the main event. I can't wait to see that. I mean, um, but, um, you know, before we get to this card, obviously last uh, week uh, weekend, uh, we saw there was another main card that was going on. It was dealing with the heavyweights. Um, and it was a, you know, big time implicating uh, fight between um, Jazir Rosenstreich and Serial Gunn. Um, thing is, you know, and we spoke about spoke about it before the show, Dana White didn't even show up to the press conference because he was so disappointed in the outcome of the fight. And we had a little discussion between all of us, you know, uh, about that. <laughs> and we were said like, you know, I mean, in my true opinion, I was watching the fight. I saw some good things from Gunn. Um, I do think he could be a big star. I do think he can uh, eventually be one of those top guys, those top names we always talk about when considering a big fight. But I think he missed out on an opportunity to show that. Um, I truly believe against Strike, he had a great opportunity to show. I mean, he, he has skills. Obviously, we know his skills. Obviously, we know the way he fights. You know, he's a little bit more laid back, but he's quick on his feet. He's a light. I mean, he's a heavyweight, but he's light on his feet for heavyweight. He moves quick. He moves well. So I like how he moves. I like how he he fights. He switches his stance. His Muay Thai is top-notch. He really gets a chance to show his ground game, which is really good as well. But I thought he missed out on an opportunity. A guy that's 13-1, to a guy that knocked out uh, Alistair Overeem, a guy that has also knocked out uh, JDS, uh, Julian DeSanto. So you had an opportunity to show out on main stage. You're you're the big fighter of the night. A lot of people actually were watching his fight over Canelo's fight, who was boxing. You know, Canelo's a big star. People were watching you rather than watching Canelo. (laughs) Exactly. I regret it. (laughs) Yeah. And when you have that opportunity, I know you don't want to take that type of risk, but I truly believe when you get an opportunity, you need to take advantage of it. And no, I don't say be reckless, but Let's say let's 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 do something with a sense of urgency. Let's try to go for a knockout. Let's go for a big time. I mean, yes, this we, when you got two guys with power like that, it reminds me a lot of Derrick Lewis versus um um and Francis Nagana. Yeah. No, yes. We, we got two guys with a lot of power. They don't want to touch each other because they know either mm-hmm. one can beat each other to sleep. I felt that the same thing with this fight, but guns showed more technique. He should, I, I just truly believe he could have been a little bit more urgent and try to excite it a little bit. I mean, it's not a part of what you should do, but when you try to be main event status is what you need to do. about thoughts? I mean,
3: I agree I, I agree to some extent, um, but when you look at a guy like gone uh, there's just some guys who, who are not going to change their game plan to excite the fans. Like it's just not going to happen. They know they have these skills, and they know they can win doing that. So they're not going to change. Like Gon has even said, like he doesn't even watch MMA. He he doesn't watch it. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't he doesn't care about that part of it. He just wants to win. And uh, not only is that kind of his game plan already, you're facing Rosenstrike, who has got serious power. You know, so I don't really blame him for not wanting to engage if he didn't have to. I mean he was he was touching him from the outside, uh, you know, outpointing him. Mm-hmm. Um it's not his responsibility to make it exciting, you know, it's his responsibility to win. So if 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 he's commanding the technique and all that, in my opinion, the blame then goes to Rosenstrike who yeah. you're you're losing. You know, okay, maybe the first, second round, you know, you you play it safe. But those third and I mean third fourth and fifth rounds you know you're down you know what I mean uh, so the burden shifts to him to push the pace and, and go for the knockout because you, one you're losing and two you don't have the technique to beat him mm-hmm. you know that's really your only shot so he didn't do it if, either. Uh, he didn't show no urgency bro no, he it, didn't it was, show no so, oh, freaking yeah. annoying. so yeah, in- yeah. And, and so that's that's kind of where I'm at on it he got the W that's all that matters hmm. yeah another day <laughs> And
0: I think what I think the biggest thing for me is that um, what I took away from this fight, I feel like excitement is subjective, whereas power is objective. Um, When it comes to guys that uh, Rosenstruck is KO'd, I mean, you want to talk about Alistair Overeem, um, like like Torres even mentioned. Yeah, but that was in like the last five seconds of the fight. Right. So this guy is carrying that power, no matter how much he puts out, Mm -hmm. you know, early in the fight, round one, two, you know, through four, this guy can carry that knockout power to the fifth round. So if you're gone, you have to constantly, you know, be aware yeah. of that. You have to constantly be like, oh, it could pop off at any minute. You know, if I get out of position one time, Zig, when you should have zagged, that's that's curtains. You know what I mean? And that's your main event spot. And that's you're going down to the rankings. That's half your paycheck. You know what I mean? But to me, so the power there, the threat is relatively objective, I would think, whereas the excitement is subjective like me. I was kind of excited watching the fight. I don't know. Like, my biggest thing, I was talking about it with you guys. I thought <laughs> the subtle intricacies in, in Gone Striking that he showed, I mean, it's just the head fakes, the looking down and kicking high, yeah. the, the uh, trip that he had against the cage. I the was. Bridge. This guy, I mean, he was showing some beautiful technique. You know, mm-hmm. his jab was on point all night, too. We were excited about uh, Kamara Usman's jab. Why not? Why are we not excited about this guy's jab? It was just as good. Um well. didn't put him down, but it wasn't, but it was what it was. Accuracy. <laughs> hey. Yo, show me them stats. I know it was just as accurate. I'm a bet on that. This guy was doing it, man. This guy was doing it. The leg kicks, the body kicks, yeah. sounded like a baseball bat a couple times, man. Um, you can't you can't blame uh surreal gone for, for not wanting to risk the fight mm-hmm. because Rosenstruck didn't want to do anything, man. It takes poo traingo it so I mean gone gone showed up Rosenstroik did not he didn't um, I don't think that you can I don't think you can take anything away from gone yeah it wasn't super exciting it wasn't no. you know a slug fest but then again a heavyweight bro you you want to avoid slug fests as much as you can that's
3: right.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You, you're right about that. I mean,
1: listening listening to Jordan, it reminds me, I guess I guess if we flip the script here and Jordan was watching, you know, not that Jordan doesn't watch football. If Jordan, if Jordan watched, like, mm. football as yeah. religiously as, as, you know, like mm. Torres and I, and he watched, yeah. like, a 7-6 to six ball game, I'm sure he would be I mean, bored Patriots too. and
0: Rams, right? Yeah, Patriots yeah, exactly. 10-3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Th- I'm, sure yeah, I'm sure you would get bored. but see, I did not enjoy it. <laughs> yes, but there's like, there, there's these things, yeah, you feel, I feel just you. how I, feel I look you. at it, how I look at the defense mm-hmm. and things like that. Like I can find, I guess, beauty in this mess. Like mm-hmm. That's kind of how you yeah. are. You're finding something that's still positive out of, even though it's, yeah. you know, maybe not the most entertaining of fights. My deal mm-hmm. is that, you know, I just want to see some competition. You know, at the end of the day, yeah. I, I want to see some competition. I just thought like this the whole thing was just one-sided. I'm, it's, it's one thing for it just to be mm-hmm. – you know, one guy just kind of dominating the whole time. But if if the other guy just doesn't even show up, I mean, seriously, you know, that's just that's just annoying. I don't know. Yeah, I was really frustrated with how Rosenstrike came out yeah. and he just I don't know, he virtually just didn't even show up? It was it was kind of stupid. He was doing some weird mm-hmm. stuff. I don't know. The way he was like, he was kind of stumbling around, I don't know. He just he didn't like, look
3: right. He doesn't it's like he didn't up. know what to do. It's no, like he yeah. had no, no idea how to handle
2: if, what God if y'all go back to our previous show, Blake did make a point about Rosen Strike not being up to the hype that was given to him. Blake was a guy that used that said Rosen Strike was overhyped, and, mm. after watch, and after watching this fight, I agree with him on his statement. Um, oh yeah, I mean yes, I mean now the Nagano thing. I mean I ain't gonna lie to you, it, most people get not. If you look at any yeah. Nagano fight, majority of his fights have been knocked out for in the first round against almost yeah. anybody. So you really can't sit there and be like oh well look at that yeah he got knocked out mm-hmm. but it's the next fight and a few fights before that and I sat there and I looked and I thought about it. I was like yeah because Overeem was whooping up on him the entire time yeah then yeah. I looked at the JDS fight and he was so like he was like he was scared to engage with G- the JDS like it was like I mean I was like bro he was stumble JDS and then just mm-hmm. like you know, but then again, that was coming. Like some people say, that's just the fear of being knocked out. So you don't want to take that chance again. I get that. So now, we're two fights later. You're down in the fight. Social some urgency. I mean, yes, Ooh. you could get risked and knocked out, but you're yeah. risking all. You're already losing the fight. <laughs>
0: exactly. I mean, yeah. What's
2: going on? I mean, almost kind play. of, bro.
0: <laughs> yeah, kind of shades you know? of Tyron Woodley to a degree, right? I mean, exactly. somebody who's yeah. a superpower puncher, one of the hardest hitting guys in the game. But gets insanely gun shy after you know kind of gets shut out.
2: Mm-hmm. That's right. And I think Tyrone Woodley has fought differently ever since then. So you're right. And yeah. I mean, and it, it makes a it makes a good point. I mean, y'all make a good point because Curtis Blade stayed away from his game plan. I mean, he basically should have played the serial Gun game plan. No reason to try to take this man down. Mm-hmm. Keep kicking him, stay on the outside. You was you was mm-hmm. literally piecing up Jerry Lewis for two straight mm-hmm. rounds. Yeah. You, you, you had to fight. Literally, he would have to fight one. I don't see Derek Lewis doing any more much more after that. I mean, he only landed four punches before the uppercut, which eventually made mm-hmm. the seven. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was he had, a,
3: he had Lewis stumbled a few times in the yeah, first round, too. He did. He did. So that's and I don't want to jinx shot.
0: anything, but can you guys imagine what's gonna happen if they put gone with Derek Lewis? Ooh. I don't think that's gonna be, you know, like I said, I don't want to jinx it. Like we said this with Francis and, and Derek Lewis when they fought. Like we were like, oh, there's no way this could be a boring fight. But I really don't
2: think there's any way that can be, be a man. good that's fight. That's going to be wild. I think that would be a really boring fight, actually. The Utah with Gunn and Lewis. I think I think Lewis would be a little bit more interactive than rosa Strike, mm-hmm. but I just don't see what I mean. Gunn mm-hmm. would piece him apart just like he did this guy. And he just <laughs> stay on the outside. Lewis it's would, go, forward, you would feel, It he would could happen, be. but I think Lewis is going
0: to close the distance a little more. I, I would think. I would think because he's typically yeah. the guy that kind of likes to hang back a little bit. But and you know he he was patient and waiting on um, on on uh, Curtis Blades to shoot. Mm-hmm. But I think I don't know. I think I, I see what you're saying Torres. Now that I kind of think about it, I can I can kind of see the power threat you know, get to gone a little bit. Yeah. But man, I think it typically I mean with Derek Lewis knowing that he had that snooze fest against Francis, I don't see him playing that game again. You know what I mean? I could see him really getting in there and trying to you know trying to trying to land that KO shot. And I could definitely. Mm-hmm. See it happen. And I, I maybe just from a gamesmanship perspective, I really want to see that fight just to kind of see, you know, how their how their respective games would play out.
2: Yeah. I think the perfect fight for Cyril Gunn would be him versus Alexander Volkov. The way Volkov oh, has been yeah. looking lately, I think that mm-hmm. would be the perfect fight, perfect matchup. I, I both outside mm-hmm. fighter. I think it would be a great striker stand up fight. I I
3: like Gunn. I think he is amazing. I think Derek mm-hmm. Lewis is way too high in the rankings for him right now. Although I'd love to watch it uh i i I love that that fight that's a great fight because i they're kind of doing the same thing they do with Roden strike although Gon has way more technique but they're just like fast tracking him through the ride. like they're just shooting him through Mm -hmm. one last point that we can get to the picks i don't want to take up all y'all's time but Derek lewis i think uh all not only would he be more willing to engage but i think his technique has improved so much since uh when when he lost to uh for to dc he he lost the next fight i can't remember who it was to but since then dude like he has been consistently getting better curtis blades is very good yeah yeah really good the timing on that uppercut the timing and he defended (laughs) the round one takedowns Mm -hmm. pretty well i mean yeah he's one of the best wrestlers in the division.
2: So I, I'm very interested to see Derek Lewis's next few fights, and his it's loss, really and the loss that Derek Lewis, uh, Derek Lewis had after DC, was the man we all know, all been talking about, Julian Dos Santos. Yep,
0: that's what I was thinking. <laughs> that's <laughs> what I was thinking. Oh.
2: he got him <laughs> with, the, uh, with the oh uh, he got him with the body kick.
0: <laughs> yeah, one of those. Yeah. yeah.
3: He was rope and him too in that fight. Okay. man. That's yep.
0: that's 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 a Derek Lewis we haven't seen in a while. So I'm kinda glad that he has, you know, made those those strides, man, because he's when he's on top, man, he is so fun to watch. When that guy's on,
3: it's ooh, almost like Derek Lewis is the man. It's almost like Gaethje. like he he realized yeah. he can use his power and technique at the same time. It doesn't have to be mm-hmm. one or the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm done. Okay. <laughs> right. Let's lead lead we us into the I'm about to
2: say, look. We have a lot to talk about. We can go on this all day. But we're going to get on to, obviously, we know what y'all excited for. Yes. The UFC 253 card, man. I'll take that 259 card. There you go. <laughs> it, has, look, it is phenomenal all the way around. And we're going to start with a few prelims. You know, most of the time we go straight to the main card. But we cannot. I mean, this prelim is a fight night in itself. So, we're gonna get up, We're gonna start off with some of these. And I think some of these are on the early prelims. Um, um this one is. You got car uh, car 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 France versus. Did I say that right? Mm, yeah. Did I say that correctly?
0: Is that the uh, first
2: one? you were, were buffering a little bit. <laughs> uh buffer? Oh free French- mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Rogero Bodarin. Did I say that right? Some of that.
3: Something like that. We'll there it. you go. He knows who Good
2: Call it, call it. <laughs> Green check. But yes, that's the first fight. Um, Blake, you want to start it off? Start it off.
3: Sure. Uh, yeah. So in this one, I am. Uh, I'm taking Kai Car France. I'll go ahead and just knock that out straight away. Um, I'm high on him. His his last two losses are to Brandon Royval and uh, Brandon Moreno. Both more. two guys we've talked mm. about a ton on this, the show mm. and we both know. So I think those are really quality losses. If there are quality losses. Yeah. Um, and outside of that, man, he's, he was on it. Uh, and I really like his, uh, his footwork. So I am taking Kai car France. All right. All right. All right.
2: Well, you got Jordan.
0: I'm taking him too, man. I'm like, like Blake said, I'm, I'm really high on this guy. Um, especially the team he comes from, you know what I mean? um yeah those losses you know uh two of the best flyweights in the world right now one again fighting for the title uh the other almost fought for the title if he would have beaten brandon moreno um so guys are at the very top of the division and the rest of them he's 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 beating so yeah i think it um i think he's gonna learn you know from the uh from the most recent loss that he's had and i think he's gonna bring it back I'm, i'm really high on this guy all
1: right tyler what you got Uh, I'm going to keep the train rolling here. I like Kaikara France as well. Uh, I like the way his striking looks. He has more quality losses, as Blake mentioned. I really, honestly, can't say too much about the the other fellow here, Rogerio, Uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't really know much about the guys that he's fought. I mean, I know – I've heard Ray Borg, but he lost that one, you know what I'm saying? But the other Mm -hmm. ones, I start looking back behind that, and it's just like it gets – you know, I'm starting to see some names that I probably – haven't seen before. So, I don't know, I trust the experience, I guess, that Kaikara has built up here and think he'll take home the dub. So what about you, Torres? Yes,
2: yeah, so I'm going with Kaikara France as well, man. I mean, I look at this and, like you say, uh, the fight Brandon Moreno and only go to a decision after what we've seen Brandon Moreno just do to uh, Figuero- Figueredo, and, I mean, what a phenomenal fight, as a lot of us could say. That potentially could have been a fight of the night, no question. Um you got Brandon Roval. Um, he lost that's his last loss, and we know how Brandon Roval was. I mean, phenomenal opponent. Brandon Roval even lost to Brandon Moreno. So, I mean, he fought some really tough. I mean, he's up in the higher um parts of uh fighting the fly weights. So gonna be really good, but I take car friends this one. So but good job. I mean, look, we all we swapped the ball with car car. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Let's see. So now that means nobody gets the lead if one of us loses. <laughs> so hey, that, you <laughs> So we're doing our next prelim fight. We're doing Jordan Espinosa versus Tim Elliott. All right. So I'm going to let Jordan start this one off. What do you think, Jordan? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I like Jordan
0: Espinosa. Uh, I definitely like what I've seen out of this guy. He's fast. He's powerful. Um, he's very strong, too. Very stocky little guy, for sure. Very explosive. Um, whereas Tim Elliott has always been kind of the the weirder, lanky, or super awkward guy to fight. Um but from what I've seen, man, I think Tim Elliott, uh, Tim Elliott has done a really good job of kind of fighting off the uh, – the I don't want to say up-and-coming contenders, but, I mean, that's, that's kind of what's going on. You know, he's like – he's the vet. He's fought Demetrius Johnson. He's fought uh, Joseph Benavides. He's fought the biggest guys, uh, you know, at that weight class. And I think he's done a pretty good job of kind of staving off the, the contenders that are making their way up to fight him now. Uh, so i got to go with Tim Elliott. I mean, I do like Jordan Espinosa a lot. I think he's, he's very talented. I think he's, you know, going to have a pretty good career. Uh, but I think Tim Elliott is just too much of a vet at this point. I think he's going to pull it out. All right,
2: Tyler, what you think, brother?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm going to keep the ball rolling on that one as well. I'm normally not the guy to go and pick Tim Elliott. Um, you know, he is a, he is a little crazy, I guess, the way he fights. You know, definitely unorthodox, I guess, is an adjective you could use to mm-hmm. describe the way he he does things. But um, overall, you look at the experience he has a little bit more, and you know, better experience. He's faced some some better opponents in his past and um i don't know i don't know about you guys but i i did you know just a little bit looking back but it looks like espinosa has a little bit of a weakness i guess you could say for submissions i feel like elliot might be able to expose that if you will so i think i'm going to go with elliot here make that two uh two votes for elliot to none so we'll see are you guys going to change the tide here or are you guys going to go um are you going to stick the chalk here
2: I am well, uh, let me see what Blake got. Let me see what Blake. Got. Dude, <laughs> I am, I'm, I'm
3: uh I'm not changing the tide. I'm I'm wrong with uh Tim Elliott. Okay. Like uh, like Tyler just said, uh he has a weakness for submissions and he is a wrestler. So you know that's not a good mix. That's no. not a good uh, recipe when you're fighting Tim Elliott. Tim Elliott's a scrappy, silly, I feel like. scrappy guy, uh long scrappy guy. Uh, but it's it's not looking good for the loser of this fight loser of this fight will have lost four of their last five Mm -hmm. so their future may be in doubt but i'm going
2: with tim elliott in this one well you might well have sweet back-to-back rounds baby because i'm going with tim elliott mainly Mm -hmm. the same reason as blake just pointed out only because of one thing one thing tim elliott he needs this win, and if you look at the previous three fights that Tim Elliott did fight, Figueredo, Askarov, as we will get to, who's the number three ranked flyweight in the world right now, and then Brandon Roval. You fight those three guys back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, going 0-3. I mean, he lost by submission to Figueredo, decision to Askarov, and Royval. he lost by submission. So, I mean, he fought a lot of tough guys back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, man, and I think Tim Elliott is due for his uh, – do for him to have a big-time win on a big-time stage. So, all right, so we're done with those guys. Now, let's get to the big-time fight. It's not a big-time fight, but it's still a big-time fight on the prelim card. Uh, Joseph Benavidez versus, versus Askar Askarov. So, you have the number two rank, Joseph Benavidez, versus the number three rank, Askar Askarov. Now, I'm going to do this myself. I'm going to go start off first. Um, yes, we know of Joseph Benavidez's last uh, fight. Uh, he looked like he got stringed. Like a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm. Not at all. Um, you look at the uh, history of Joseph Benavidez. He has been some phenomenal fighters. Um, this man is amongst some of the best. I mean, we just talked about Tim Elliott. I mean, we just talked about uh, 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 Joseph uh, Formiga. Um, heck, even a most, some people call it a go to flyweight, in Sohudo. He beat him. So this guy is no slouch on, you know, being amongst the best. But there is a reason why this man, Askar, is undefeated in the UFC. Not only is he undefeated, but this man has never tasted a loss. And I think he's the up-and-coming guy, and I think he wins this fight. And after he wins this fight, after what uh, Moreno and Figueroa settled their business in July, I think he gets the next up-and-coming shot. So, yes, I'm going to take Askar Askarov in this one. I uh, take him beating uh, Benavitas. I think Benavidez, I mean, you know, when you accubed you the pinnacle for so long, that time comes when somebody, the young guy comes and eventually takes away what you've been doing your entire time. And I think we're going to see the passing of the torch in this fight that type of way. I got Askarov uh, winning this fight. Uh, Blake, what you think, baby? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... So one of
3: the first things I noticed when I was uh, looking into this fight, which I'm sure it's common knowledge, I just somehow missed it. Benavidez, he's 36 years old. He's he's getting to yeah. that point where yeah. the the torch is uh, starting to get passed. And uh, I, I do think when that happens, all it takes is one or two bad losses, kind of like you saw with Tyron Woodley, to, to start that chain. And I'm not saying Joseph Benavidez is going to be like Tyron Woodley, like gun-shy. I just mean when you when you or get to that age and you take such a bad loss, it affects you. Um, and then, you know, to come back and fight a guy like Askarov, who is an absolute killer, it's just really hard to do. Um, so I'm, I'm following Torres on this one.
2: All right. Jordan, what do you think, bro?
0: Man, yeah, this one's a good one, man, because I think like you guys have both said, this is going to be um, who's next in line for sure for the guy who wins between uh, Moreno and Figueredo, assuming that not every single time they fight, it'll be a draw because that's that's possible too. <laughs> I thought those guys were so evenly matched that, you know, I'm super excited uh, to see what happens on full training camps for both of them. Um, but with that being said, uh, Askar Askarap has looked really good. Uh, he seems to be one of those guys that's just hard to fight. You know what I mean? he's kind of a He's got kind of a weird style. Um, he's got, you know, a lot of good uh, grappling, in my opinion, I thought, um, when I saw him uh, fight before. But also, man, Jobywan Kenobi, man, Quadzilla—he's one of those guys, man. He's like a bad itch, bro. It doesn't go away, and and whenever you get rid of it, it just comes right back. You know, we've seen him uh, get to the top, and we've seen him, you know, get you know barely squeaked by by Mighty Mouse, uh, no pun intended. Yeah. But um, but then you see him get freaking clocked, and you know, just get straight up starched by Mighty Mouse, you know, quite a few years ago. But he comes right back, you know what I mean? He's called his way to the top, um, yet again, and then you know beat Henry Cejudo, you know, didn't playing out the way that he, you know, didn't play out the way that he wanted to against Figueredo in his last, you know, couple of title shots. But, man, I think he's just – I think he's going to get one or two more good wins, one or two more, you know, notable victories, and then he's going to kind of peace out, man. I think he's going to be – I don't want to say a little bit too much too soon for Askarom, you know, because he's proven himself, absolutely. But um, I just think he's a vet, man. I think we're going to see the vet moves come out from from Joby Wad, man. I think he's going to pull this one out. I think he knows that he has to. Um, and that, you know, like uh, like like was saying, he's getting long in the tooth, man. He doesn't have too much time to be, like, you know, to be uh, playing around, especially if he's getting finished the way that he did against like, yeah. out That was kind of hard to Real watch, bad. But, yeah. Mm, yeah. I, I think he pulls it out, though, man. I got a lot of faith in, in right, Joby Wan Kenobi. I think he's okay. going to pull it out. All right. Well, Jordan –
1: that makes two, because I've got him as well. Jordan versus two guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, gonna go, right. I'm gonna go with him too. He's on his last legs. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I think that he, you know, obviously the experience is definitely in his favor here. He's fought some some tough guys. You start looking back, I mean, I I mean, you start looking back at Oscar Askar Oskarov. He did fight Brandon Moreno, that ended up in a split decision. You know, and then I guess this—you know he's fought Tim Elliott, but and he won. But I mean, what is that really telling us nowadays? I mean, feels like everybody in the mama is beating Tim Elliott just about. So I mean, not no, trying to be mean. <laughs> mom, yeah, she even though I just weekend. picked, yeah, even though sure. I just picked him. But you know, I just feel like he's been the 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 village, you know, spanking boy. You know, like people—they just know not yeah. <laughs> they want to get next. But uh, and then I guess you could say Alexander right. Pantoja, but and, you know, that was a unanimous decision. Mm. But I don't know, man. I'm going to still rock. With, uh, with Benavidez here, um, I, I like him at, right here. I, you know, obviously coming off of some pretty ugly losses. feel like he bounces back here. And um, I, I don't know. It, Askarov, he has a knack for stuff going to decision. So, Benavidez, mm. maybe he can maybe he can win this one outright and uh, not let this one, you know, last that long. But I got him pulling this one out. So, we got two to two now.
2: Thank God we broke that Uh-oh. stretch. Yeah. My Thank man. God we broke My that man. stretch. Well, this is about to be really interesting to see this next upcoming one because uh we got the main event for the prelims with okay. Dominic Cruz versus Casey Kenny. And, um, man, I'm not going to lie to you. This is actually was a really tough one for me to pick. Um, I, I looked at this one and <sighs> I'm not going to lie, man. I, I love Dominic Cruz. I really do. But <laughs> And this is his first time ever fighting a guy um, that is really not uh, championship quality overall. But uh, in mean, a long time, I mean, the like you said, you got Scott Jordan Henson. I mean, you got to remember, like, hey, this man has been fighting a lot of tough guys back to back to back. It has been them. But you got to remember, this is only this is only going to be Dominic Cruz's second fight in the span of five years. So, since December 30th of 2016, this is only going to be his second fight. Obviously, we know of Dominic Cruz's injuries. He's very injury prone. Uh, a lot of people consider him the uh, Bantamweight goat, in uh, some regards. Uh, but, man, I'm just, I got to go with Casey Kinney in this one, man. I think well, this is another fight that is that same way. Um, the up-and-coming guy is coming <clears throat> over to take over the old man. Hmm. I think old yelling. You got to take him out in the back oh, and go oh, ahead and put him away. I, I think this is that type of fight, man. Spicy. Yeah, yes, real, uh, because, man. I mean, he's injury-prone. I think after seeing what happened with Cejudo, I mean, Cejudo was a is a phenomenal fighter, I agree. But I think Casey King is coming to this fight with a lot to prove. And I think Dana is trying to give this to Dominic Cruz to allow him to get an opportunity to get back, you know, get back on track. But I don't think this is enough, man.
0: Man, I I partly agree with you guys, man. Because I'm a big fan of Casey Kinney. You know what I mean? I think he's looked more and more well-rounded every single time he's been in there. Um, the Luis Smolka fight that was on the, I believe, the Woodley and Burns card. That fight was super impressive. I know Luis Smolka has been up and down in the UFC, but he's always been, you know, a formidable opponent for lots of dudes in that, in those in the weight classes in which he's fought. Um, and as much as I'm high on Casey Kinney, uh, I love him. I think he's got a great game. I think, like I said, he gets better every time. I just find it so hard to pick against Dominick Cruz, man. I really do. I really do. Um, I think he's getting older. I think his style of fighting is more of a young man's game. To be completely fair, you see lots of these guys uh, keeping up the movement, keeping up, you know, that constant uh, up and down, that constant in-your-face, out of danger at the same time. Um, Never been a guy to do a ton of damage, so it's probably going to go five or uh, three if if Dominick Cruz gets the win. But Casey's one of those guys that's been putting dudes away, you know, so – I didn't love the way that Dominic Cruz looked, looked against Henry Cejudo, but I'm, I'm just not to the point where I think Casey Kinney is at the level of Henry Cejudo. So I think that Dominic Cruz is going to have enough to get this one done, man. I think he's going to pull it out. I think he's a vet. He's going to pull out some vet moves, um, a lot like Dobi Wan in this one for me, man. Right? Right. a lot like uh, the beefcake Joseph Benavidez. I think he pulls the vet card. I think he gets it done.
2: All right. You're going all the old guys,
0: yeah. Ladies, I'm an old head, dude. I've been watching this for a while, man. I have an emotional connection with these guys, and I also think they're very talented, so it is one of this, yeah. But the new guys <laughs> got to eventually
2: come on, you know. They do, they do. But I, I have, Casey. To get Tala, I have Casey too. I have to get him with the old heads because Tyler is against a lot of the old heads <laughs> in basketballs. Yes. That's oh I mean. uh, oh yeah. hey, he I took mean, Benavid- He took Benavidez. He took I did. I
3: did. He's he talking about basketball. He
0: wants to, yeah.
3: The, the young guys in the division might be coming. It's uh not in this fight, in my opinion. I'm taking Dominic Cruz uh confidently, might I add. This will be the one I get wrong, but I'm taking Cruz <laughs> I'm taking Cruz confidently. I uh yeah, I like like Jordan was saying. You really can't compare the Sahuto loss. Sahuto, in my opinion, is in the goat conversation. Sahuto is he's amazing. So uh, Casey Kinney is nowhere close to that level. I think Dominic Cruz, you know, he still has he still has that that it factor. You know, he has been injured a lot, but it's not like he's taken any brutal knockout losses, you know, back to back to back. Like he's just been injured and every time he's come back, you know, his movement has still looked there. So I think uh, technique wise, experience wise, all that, I think he has the edge and I think he uh, is able to win this one. Okay. All right. Well, Ooh. Torres, Hug me, brother, because it's guest versus host this time. <laughs> yes, I'm going to uh, go
1: with Kenny as well.
0: Let's go. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> <crap>. <laughs> yes. oh,
3: my End God. Star. Oh, my I'm not, God. No, no,
0: no. I did not. There, there might be a hole in good. that floor, bro. You're George, George. George just clipped <laughs> his chair for everybody. Oh, my oh, uh, oh, my God. We're going to have to
1: clip that. We're going to have to clip that. That's all. I'm doing. Uh, oh, man. my God.
2: But, okay. I, I did not expect <laughs> that chair to go back like that. <laughs> I care, I did man. too big what are you doing yeah Torres <laughs> got you to locked
1: on that one Torres got you locked on that one
2: hey yeah, go, yeah. guest versus host I love
1: it yes yes guest versus
3: host we do get excited about that kind of thing here We hey get
2: yeah we do Can we, uh,
3: ca- you need to make that into a gif oh we're gonna have to <laughs> oh, yeah. have <laughs> 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 yeah. have oh two, my bro. goodness
1: oh my god but
3: yes I'm gonna go Casey <laughs>
1: Kinney as well um it's he it seems more more aggressive to me uh here while crew i don't know I watched a little bit of Cruz. of course y'all know way more about him than than i do but coming off two losses i'm not extremely um you know enamored you know to go after a guy like him mm. but kenny i've watched him he seems really aggressive i like the you know the the way he comes into these fights you know he seems all in your face you know he's going for the win um and I don't know, I think that's really, I think he's gonna really just pressure this one. And it looks like he can take some punches or two, you know. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with him. I'm gonna roll with him, the young gun, the passing of the torch, however you want to uh, you know,
2: put the narrative here, but I'll go with Kenny here. All right. Well, guests versus host. And you know what, Tyler? The last few times we've been having guests versus host I've, 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 I've of a bunch of lot of these guys. Mm-hmm. We've been smacking them. Like, <laughs> <I'm really gonna laughs> yeah. What they gonna learn on the show and go against? Let's let's teach them another oh. lesson real
0: quick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. lesson. We'll see I'm trying to that. think of an exact example to, to come back with you guys, but
2: man, I ain't got one off the top of my head right now. So yeah, yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, man, but um, man, excited for the prelim card. I, I mean, overall, as we already said, this entire card from bottom to top, start to finish, it should be phenomenal. I'm expecting to see a lot of exciting fights. Um, but now it's time to get to the main card, and we already know it is gonna be even more exciting <laughs> fight. So let's just I mean, man, come on, man. We, we, we don't have to play around with this. Let's go on and get into it. Tiago Santos versus Alexander Rocket. Boy, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, boy, Blake starters off, man. Oh, boy, man. Mm.
3: Look, <laughs> I am a uh big tiago santos fan i thought he was going to come back from his complete knee blowout and just reclaim the division uh that didn't happen thanks to glover Teixeira, who should be getting a title fight uh but um, on this card anyway on this card yes um but he's facing a a monster in alexander rocket i mean he's he's a beast he is he's He's part of this division. They're all big. They all have knockout power. You know, they can take you out with any punch. Uh, but I, I think Tiago Santos is going to get this one done. I think he uh, he suffered that, that last loss and um, had a loss to John Jones before that, obviously. He's looking to bounce back, and I think he gets it done.
2: Mm, okay. Well, let's see what
1: you think, Tyler. What you got, brother? All right, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Rock here. I'm going to go with him. Uh, I liked what I saw uh, from the you know from the highlights I was able to watch um, of him he looked really explosive has some nice combos Um, I feel really good about him obviously you know it kind of goes back to the the last pick I made those two losses two straight losses for Santos here um, it just you know of course it's John Jones and Glover Teixeira so I mean I can't blame him too much but I don't know, man. I think this is uh this guy's coming up. I'm gonna go, you know, with that narrative, the up and comers coming to take that that torch. So I'm gonna go with Rocket Cheer.
2: All right. Well, you know, what's so funny is what I'm excited to see in this fight is um, I look at this, and I look at this mainly in Tiago Santos beat just like well, not last year in 2019. He beat the man that is fighting in the title fight in the main event, Jan Blahovic. So he beat him. A lot of people thought he could beat John Jones. It was a split decision. Like, I mean, they think he could have beat John Jones if he had a helpful leg. And have then the Global Teksera fight, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. I think right now Global Teksera is on a mission. He just want one title shot. And I believe once obviously once he wins the title, he's going to ride off in the sunset, he'll retire. Uh Global is on a mission right now. And I think that just was, that was just a bad matchup for that to be your first fight in almost a year. I think it's just a bad matchup, especially coming off a knee injury like that. But I think this is a good matchup for, him. and I think Tiago Santos um, beats uh, Rocket. And the only reason I said, that, I mean Rocket, I mean you know he got two losses on his resume, but he lost his first ever UFC. I mean you, I mean his first ever MMA fight in his life. I really don't count that his first ever pro fight. Then last year when well, 2019 he lost to Boca and older older So an older you know he was on the back end of his life cuz he just got knocked out by or Jiraiya uh, Porca um Porca I can't think of it yeah. Name. Yeah hey, he to to got knocked out go by go him. Proska yeah. So he got knocked yeah. out by him. So uh I really I'm I'm a little skeptical on him and I remember his fight against Anthony Smith. Anthony Smith is nowhere close to the technique or power, I believe, of Tiago Santos. So I'm taking Tiago Santos in this one. What you got, Jordan?
0: Yeah, I don't want to overshadow these guys, but I like Yuri. I like Yuri a lot. I just want to let that be known. You know, I'm calling now. He's going to be up in one of these title fights here pretty soon. I want to be the first to say it. Um, but, no, um, I've been trying to, you know, as you guys have been talking, man, I've been doing my calculations in my head, running this one through. Ah, mm, this was one of the t- uh, the tougher fights on the card for me to call. Um, I like Rockets a lot. Every single time I-, I think of him fighting, I just think of that head kick that he blasted Jimmy Manoa with, you know, sent him halfway across the octagon with a switch <laughs> high kick.
2: So
0: um, yeah. that comes to mind every time I, I think of him fighting. But then freaking Tiago Santos, man, just what he did also Jimmy Manoa, who became a little bit of a punching bag, to be fair. You know, he, he got caught by a few guys, but he's still world-class. Um, at 205, but then also what he was able to do to Jan Blahovic, like uh, like Torres was saying, um, the fact that he came in, you know, caught him with that right hook coming in and just pounded him into oblivion. Um, I didn't love his fight IQ um, in the in the Glover fight. Right, he grappled a little bit when he when he didn't have to. I think he he dropped Glover once and followed him to the ground, which I don't know why he did. If I'm not mistaken, that's kind of you know what I was upset about in that last fight. Um, <laughs> Man, my heart really, really, really wants Tiago to win this one. I like him a lot. I like him a lot, especially at 205. I like the power that he has. I like the attitude and the aggression that he fights with. But at the same time, I think my mind is telling me to, to go with Rockets on this one. I think I'm with Tyler. I think we're teaming up again.
3: Yeah. Um,
0: I, I just think the Rockets pulls, pulls this one out, man. Something about it is telling me that the fight IQ, even though even though Tiago Santos fights at American Top Team, and the smartest. Game planning uh, gyms in the world. Um, I just I think that I think that, yeah, I think that um, Alexander Rocket is going to pull
2: this one out. All right. So we two got for some two in- on this one. Some interesting this
3: combos thing. here with the picks. Yeah, yeah really I know. This, be a fun yeah, card. Mean, card. It really <laughs> brings
2: it out a little bit. For real. I'm actually excited. I'm They're also excited evenly
3: there. matched. They really oh, yeah. are. This is, a is such a that's such a close
2: fight. Yes, like Dana really did one on this one. And this um, next one. Oh, man. I mean, good Lord, man. I'm going to let Jordan start this one off. But we got Islam Makachev versus And, man, look, the the, the freaking parade that Makachev has gotten from both Habib and Daniel Cormier, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's on another planet, man. So I'm excited to see this guy fight. I've seen him fight before. I think he's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to let Jordan start the floor off. What you got, Jordan? Let me – yeah, I appreciate that. Let me start off by asking a question.
0: Who else has gotten this much hype without fighting in a while? Like in a layoff, who has picked up more speed than Islam Makachev has? You know what I mean? With DC praising him, with with Habib praising him as he exits, he's like, oh, this is the guy that's going to take over. I mean, I know the RDA fight fell out. I have a feeling I know what was going to happen in that fight. I think a lot of us know what was going to happen in that fight. But, um, but you know, it didn't happen, and um, he's getting the rub, for sure. He is getting the rub. Um, do I think he gets past Drew Dober? He's one of those guys that's really coming to his own. To me, Drew Dober is. I mean, seeing what he was able to do to uh, Nasrat, uh, Hasparat, I think is his name. Uh, he KO'd him when he was looking really good. What he's been able to do to Alexander Hernandez, guys like that. Um, mm. Man, it's just he's looking really good, uh, uh, Drew Dober is. Man, he's coming into his own. Um, real fast, very powerful. Um, but, man, I think I think Islam Makachev is going to get it done. I don't necessarily think that it's just a hype train to me. that's making me say that I think he's got the skills to back it up. His striking is great. His grappling, obviously, is going to be phenomenal. He's got the square head, buzzed head, beard, no mustache. He's got the grappling. You know he does. And uh, I think he gets it done. Ooh, okay. All
2: right, what you got, Blake?
3: Man, this fight is uh, – this is an amazing, amazing matchmaking in this one islam makachev we all know him he's got the hype he's got all the praise the hype has gone so far i, I believe it was dc that said the only way habib would come back was if uh makachev became the champion and lost his belt hmm. he said habib would come back and beat that guy just to avenge him <laughs> like, that, like that's that's, that's how
0: brother, f- all that's,
3: that's how far like DC and Habib are thinking ahead of this guy, so you know he's got the skills. But I've said this in the past: Drew Dober is a dog. That man dog. is down to fight. He's short. He's thick. He's got
0: boy feet. Nasty
3: hooks. Nasty hooks. This dude's a beast. Um, my brain is telling me to pick Islam, but I am going to pick Drew Dober. Look, it's like it's I'm like, like his jaw too. Like <laughs> it's like GameStock. I like the stock, man. There you I go. Tell you. I like the stock. <laughs> like the stock. What you so got, I'm taking,
2: Tyler? I'm taking do you like over. the stock? Sure. You you take that. I'll let you go first. I'll let you go first here. Okay. Well, what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go real quick. Look, is a uh, Makachev man? Look, we look at the same thing. A lot of people compare him to Habib as but just a a Habib with better striking. Um as most people said Habib, I mean, Daniel Cormier said it himself. He said in the wrestling room, he thinks on that team, Islam Makachev is a better wrestler if just pure wrestling than Habib. He said that. He said, now, MMA, I mean, um, he would think, yes, obviously, uh, Habib will beat him. But in just pure MMA, Islam Makachev is that dude. And I said this myself. Sometimes you need a guy to propel you up to that level to be amongst the best. And I think for Habib, I mean, we knew Habib was going to be coming. But, y'all yeah, remember Habib fought on the prelim card of Conor when he fought Avarest and Habib fought Michael Johnson. And we knew who all Michael Johnson knocked out. I mean, he knocked out some Dustin Poirier. I mean, he knocked out some phenomenal guys. But Habib dominated that fight so bad, like so much. It was like, man, we got to start pinning this guy on the main card. I think that's what Makachev is. This Drew Dober fight is that for him, and he will show that. I'm taking Islam Makachev. Got right, so,
1: so what are we at right now? Who's got Makichub and who's got Dober?
2: Me and I got got Dober. Mokicev, yeah. Blake got Dober.
1: Blake, it's been a minute. I don't know. I don't know if we've ever teamed up, but I'm I don't know. Up, baby. <laughs> yes, I'm sir. I'm, I will gladly go with it. I love the way this guy throws hands um, and his takedown d- defense looked pretty good in, in the um, highlights that I was able to watch. So feel pretty good on that. I don't know, man. I like the power this guy has. Looks like he's got a nice chin on him. So I, I think I'm going to rock with him. Uh, I'll take the flashy guy here. Y'all know where I normally lay on that. I, I like the guy that has the flash that is able to uh, maybe win these things outright. So I'm going to go with Dober here. We're going to go 2-2 on this one. And, what, we got three championship uh, fights coming up, right?
0: Yes, sir. Uh, Ooh, right. Yes, we oh, right. do. Do we ever.
1: Let's Let's take a quick break, and we'll come right back to it.
2: And welcome back to uh, the TNT Podcast. Look, we are on the thing we've been waiting on to do all day long. And it's the championship fight, baby. If you can. Yeah, we already know. We on the championship fight. So, man, let's get this thing started, bro. Peter Young. (laughs) I can't even finish out saying it. Peter Young versus Aldermaine Sterling and... There's a little bit of beef between them. That's what makes it much more interesting. Ooh, and that's ooh. what I like about it. <laughs> so, you know, I know I've been calling on you a lot today. But, Blake, I want you to start it off. Get me pumped up, Blake. Cause I'm oh, over.
3: man. Dude, what a fight. Like, I, I I have been trying all week, really, since they announced this fight. Like, who do I think will win? And then I'm like, oh, Peter Jan has this amazing boxing. He, he, his, his striking looks amazing. No question. It's Peter Yan. And then I'm like, Oh wait, Alderman Sterling's jujitsu is world-class Sarah BJJ pride of New York. He's just, I mean, it's like, who do you pick? I, I really don't know. Like I'm sitting here giving you guys my pick and I still don't know who I'm going to pick. When you look (laughs) at the, the rise of Peter Yan, I mean, it's just been on a straight line to the moon. Talk about GameStop, GameStop, Look at the stock of pure It's yeah. It just keeps going up. Yeah. And and he has so many quality wins. John Dodson, Jimmy Rivera, Uriah Faber, Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo, I should say. Like this dude, he just puts away these guys. And I remember after he faced John Dodson, I was like, oh, yeah, this guy's really good. And then they announced a Jimmy Rivera fight. And I was like, oh, well, that will be kind of the litmus test. He beat that one. Then he gets Uriah Faber. Wins via head kick. I mean, who does that to Uriah Faber? Um, then he beats Jose Aldo. It's, he's amazing. Flip side, you got Aljamain Sterling. If Aljamain Sterling doesn't get knocked out by Marlon Marais, he's on an incredible win streak. of. He would be on an eight-fight win streak. Wow. Uh, Marlon Marais is no slouch. I know he's dropped his past mm-hmm. two, but in 2017, mm-hmm. Marlon Marais was a – dangerous dangerous man so you can't really knock him too much for that loss i think the the biggest difference in this this fight is what aljermaine has been talking about it's his jujitsu, and he said it earlier this week uh he said you know Peter jan can hit me and keep hitting me and keep hitting me but sooner or later i'm gonna land one of these takedowns and when i land a takedown it's over he, he said the fight will be done so i will be i'm gonna take Algermain sterling uh, I love his jujitsu. Uh, I think if he can get it to the floor, it's over. And I would love, love to see a uh, American champion in the uh, in this division. So I'm taking Jermaine Sterling. All right, it's risky, but I'm doing it.
2: Uh oh. All right, George, what you got? What you got?
0: Let me start off by saying, man, luckily we do not need a float from the Federal Reserve to uh, to maintain the stock of these two gentlemen because <laughs> George, <laughs> bro, these guys, man, uh, are getting all the hype in this division and rightfully so. This this matchup has been just hyped up so much. It's been a little time coming, right? Blake mentioned that the heat that's between them, between them, lots of tension. You can cut it with a butter knife. It ain't hard. Um, but the only thing – so – Man, there are so many things. Uh, to go off what Blake said, I think they both have good resumes, uh, but to be completely fair, if I'm being completely objective, Faber aging, right? Aldo aging, to be fair, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think what I, I give credence to uh, what Sterling has said, he, 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 what he has said, he's kind of called him the paper champ, right? He didn't really win it off anybody that was, uh, you know, a true 135-pound just annihilator, you know what I mean? Whereas we've seen what happened with Corey Sandhagen. Right, I mean, ever since that loss to Sterling, he's been even more of a world beater than he was before. But Aljo stopped that. He stopped that hype and made him reset. You know what I mean? Speaking of being reset, though, only one of these guys has been knocked out. Right, starched, anyways, and that's Aljain Sterling. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that you know you can use fight math all the time, but he did get starts with a head kick. You know what I'm saying? Peter Yan head kick Urijah Faber, right now. That's that's not the you know total basis for the fight, but man. I think that the kicks do play a a bit of a a part in this because I think that Piotr Jan is one of the better leg kickers in the division. Um, I think that if you're playing a really wrestling heavy game, I know that you have to be able to post off those feet. You got to be able to shoot hard and you got to have strong legs for that. I think that if Jan can time some of those great leg kicks, it's going to be a little tough, right? For for Al Jermaine to be able to to rattle off these takedowns like he's wanting to do. Um, But he's got good striking too. You know what I mean? He's got – And when it comes to submissions, I think that Sterling has the better BJJ, right? But when it comes to straight grappling, we've seen Piotr Jan throw some fools around. You know what I mean? So he's got some grappling for sure. When it comes down to, man, I think that Jan is just there all night. I think he's there for the long game, bro. I think he is there. I think he doesn't go anywhere. I think you can crack him. I think you can put all the pressure you want on him. He's going to eventually put more on you. I think he's going to get the better part of that. I think he's going to land all these shots. I think that you know, with, with Alderman saying, yeah, he can, you know, hit me. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, he can stuff a hundred shots. I'm going to land that on 101st, you know, takedown. I don't know if Yon, if Sterling can be there that long, you know what I mean? With the damage that Jan is slinging, bro. with He's serving him up like hotcakes, bro. He is here all night. He's 24-7. Lights stay on with this guy. Um, and I think he might even put Aldro's lights out, you know what I mean? So it could happen. I think he could finish him. Um, either way, I'm picking Jan. He's just too much of a Terminator. I think that Sterling is great. I, uh, you know, he he might even be the be best in the division. You know, outside of Pierre Young. But I think that Young gets it done. I think he retains that title. He's no paper champ in my book.
3: I thought, without a doubt, Jordan would go with the jujitsu guy. That is, oh, the that is true. Yeah, is... And
0: I love his jujitsu. He had a yeah, sula, sula, sula stretch sula. on uh, yeah.
3: Cody Stammen. he's, he's got a
0: um, when he fought. Uh, I forget who it was at this a point, knee but bar. Um, he had a um, yeah the the web stretch. But he had he had a um, an arm triangle choke from the bottom. Who the hell does that? You know what I'm <laughs> Torres, you know about those arm triangle chokes too. Bro, I know He's all no about way. arm
2: triangle. I don't know how in the world you get that. Uh-uh.
0: Imagine hitting uh-uh. those from the bottom, bro. That's that's unheard of. That's some Jeremy Horn old school stuff, man. But um, yeah, dude, I just think that Young gets it done. Something about yeah. his style just makes me wonder who's going to be able to put him out of there.
2: All right, Tyler, what you thinking, what you thinking?
0: Blake, we're going to make it back-to-back, back, baby. I'm teaming
1: up with you again. <laughs> oh, <there>. yeah. <laughs> start. I love Peter Peter gone I, I mean, I really enjoyed, you know, watching him against Aldo. Um, fun mm-hmm. fight, you know, from that aspect, just being able to watch him just piece people, you know, piece them apart. Uh, but I've also liked Aljamain. the the reason I'm really leaning Aljamain here is because, well, obviously you guys make the the notion of you know he he has the grappling advantage, you know, you know for jujitsu and everything, but also. I really think that he can play some perimeter game in this matchup. Uh, You look at, you look at the, the reach advantage. He does have four inches here and he has, he always, I don't know, from what I've seen from the highlights I've seen and y'all can correct me here, but it looks like he has a pretty wide stance. He'll sit there and he'll just, you know, he'll he'll pop and, you know, kind of back up in a sense. So I, I think he can sit here and kind of snipe, you know, get his shots in snipe. He doesn't have to get, I think Jan would have to close the, close the distance in order to land some of those shots. So if he can keep the distance away you know you can come play my game, or we're not. You know, and that's how it's going to have to be. So I don't know. I think you can force his hand here. That's why I'm going go to Algermain. He's a real energetic guy too. I mean, what was it? Who was it? I was. He, I was watching. He was. Was it San Hagen? He was just talking mad trash against. Yeah. I think it was San Hagen. He was just sitting there, just mm-hmm. mouthing off at him. I don't know. I love that. Kind of starts to do. So
3: hey, I, I got to go he, with Aljamain here. He's the funk master. Yeah. Like, he's he's loose. Okay. He's gonna. Yeah. That they're polar opposites in that regard. For yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This go is this man.
0: is yawn all night. This is pure Yeah. Yawn. Yeah. Yeah, tight, yeah. But but he's got a hell of striking man. He's tight, but he's very fundamental. He does. You know what yeah. Yeah, so really and it works man. for him. It works for him.
2: Well, you know, I, I like I like what Tyler did with Blake, but me and Jordan, we on the same boat. Oh. My man. We gotta keep going. Back uh, my all. man. Let me, <laughs> Let's Ooh. go. Let me go ahead. And, let me go ahead and put it on the rest. Peter Young has one loss. He's 15 and one in his career. He lost to Mega Man, Mega who is fighting in the Bellator. Oh, okay. That's right. That's his only loss, in which he avenged two fights later. So, and plus, Maga Mega is that's his only loss. And a lot of people are thinking, like, man, they really wish he would be in the UFC over Bellator. He's dominating Bellator, literally. Peter Young dominating UFC. And I think it adds on. I literally do not see anyone right now in the bandwidth division that would beat Peter Young straight up like this. Now, Jose did look good. Early Mm -hmm. on, Jose did look good against Peter Young. I think it was more of Jose came in out hot. But once Peter Young got, you know, like, man, I'm in a big fight moment. This is a main event. I'm not a main event, co main event. I'm in a title fight. Once he settled down, it was all she wrote. He picked Jose apart. I believe that'll be very similar to the same thing he'll do to Aldermaine. I do truly believe he'll work on his jiu-jitsu. I don't know how well it's going to be. Now, I don't know, because Matt and Sarah himself said, Aldermaine Sterling is a hard man to roll with. Mm-hmm. So once this fight gets on the ground, yes, I do give the edge to Aldermaine. Mm-hmm. But as they all hold saying, you first got to get in there. And I don't know if uh, Aldermane is going to get it there. And if he do, it's going to. To me, I'm going. I expect to see a lot of cage wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I do see Aldermane putting that pressure on him constantly. Um, it should be a really good fight. I think this might go uh, pr- probably the distance. And with the way Aldermane adds pressure, I mean, don't be shocked if he gets caught. But give me mm-hmm. Peter Young and this one, man, two-two okay. back and back. So and let me and, make one more uh, point. I'll, I'll man. start
1: this next one off.
0: Um, but, <laughs> okay, but let me just say one more thing, because on Fight Island, I think he was the bottom title fight, right? And there's no shame in that. Don't get me wrong. No, but I think no. it was it was Piotr Jan, then it was Holloway and, and Volkanovsky, right? That's right. That's right. Or was uh, it the other way around? Was it no, you're right, no, you're right. No, you're right. I can't right. help but notice he's also the bottom title fight on this card. Also, no shame. Again, no shame in that. You're still the 135-pound champion. All I'm saying, my man is going to get some respect after this fight, bro. My man he is, is. going to be a made we'll of Defending see. his title
2: after this fight, man. I'm As telling you. Should. They're going to put some
0: respect on my man's name, for sure.
2: Because uh, no TJ Dillashaw, no Cardi Gar- Garbrandt, I don't see them
0: hanging with this They can, this can all, they can see all catch that word.
3: We, yeah. Jordan Jordan can probably talk about it more than me, but when when you talk about Matt Sarah and BJJ, like, it's – It's hmm. when synonymous. It, if, if, he's, if he's calling hmm. Sterling – yeah. you know, it's it's just like we were talking about with Makachev and DC and Khabib. Mm-hmm. Matt Sarah is saying such high praise about Algermain and we've seen him do his work in the UFC. You know, it's got to be the human. Core, bro. Look like, what he did to Corey. It's, it's gonna be a great. Are you fight kidding
2: me? It's gonna be yeah. awesome. Well, now we don't. I don't want to undercut how this next <laughs> fight. I don't want to undercut. But what I am gonna say is this. <laughs> We do have the GOAT of all women MMA going against Megan Anderson, who is an up-and-comer. She is, you know, she won her last two fights, Um, but it's going to be really interesting to see. So Tyler said he wants to start it off.
1: Yeah, yeah. So start it on off, Tyler. (laughs) Um, Lock of the night, a Manny Nunez. That's all I gotta say. I'm not, not, <laughs> not <laughs> because I feel oh, like man. that's all you gotta say here. I was just going Thanks, short, Tyler. make
2: it hard on yourself.
1: Short, sweet yeah. to the point. <laughs> right. Short, sweet to the point. Yeah, union Nunez all the way. Nothing else to say, bro. Well, Jordan, you're next.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gosh, how can I possibly follow that up? I don't mm. know. But let me let me just say, um, Megan Anderson's scary. Okay, and she might be. She's overlooked for sure. But you want to talk about a legit 145er? That that chick cannot make 135 to save her life. You know what I'm saying? Um, Cyborg was kind of the same way. To be completely fair, and also to be completely objective, a lot more well-rounded than Megan Anderson. But that was a different fight. To be fair, man, I never want to overlook a challenger. You know what I mean? I'll give Aljo all the praise in the world. You know, like like we just did. Even though I'm picking Yon, I'm gonna give uh, Megan Anderson all the praise in the world, man, because she's got some power. She's got some range. Even though she has, you know, kind of uh, had, had some flaws in the ground game, right? Even Holly Holm was able to expose it in the ground game. So I can't help but think that Nunez gets it done, right? I think she's the best in the world. Handily. Uh, uh, it's quite possible that she does yeah. it handily. Look like what happened to Felicia Spencer. You know, I was I was thinking, like, eh, I mean, I'm not going to look past Felicia Spencer. 50, like, 43s could have been across the board. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I'm never, I'm never putting it past Amanda Nunes to blow somebody out, but I'm also never putting it past the challenger and this time Megan Anderson to really show up, um, when she's not predicted to do so. Um, but when it comes down to it, man, I think that what I've seen from Megan Anderson, she has mm, some holes in her game. And I think that Amanda Nunes gets it done. She's, she's the best in the world. She's the best woman to ever do it. Um, she's beat all the rest of them, literally every other female champion. I think she's beaten the UFC and who else can you say that about? You know what I mean? So she gets it done, man. She gets it done. Megan Anderson's great. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a little bit of uh, you know, um uh you know, just first a little, first bit round, time, first little bit of round hard time scare. Shit. A little bit of first round scare. I mean, yeah. look what happened with Durandomy, right? Durandomy was able to land on her and, and she kind of yeah. rocked uh, uh, Nunez a little bit. Might be some animosity in this fight yeah. for Nunez. I could see it happen, but I think she overcomes it. I want to see her retire. I want to see her win this fight, vacate both of those belts right off into the sunset, raise that kid. And just be the best who ever have done it, man, for sure.
2: Well, she will definitely have done that. And I have seen no soul on this planet ever beating her. Um, because I'm going to do the same. Uh, Amanda Nunes easily as well um we just talked about how she actually played with felicia spencer and she said in her interview mm. i haven't been in the cage long enough and i just wanted some more time to be in the cage you are in a title fight you are fighting another challenger mm. and you're sitting here saying i just played around with this person you just played around with one of the best fighters in the world you just played mm. around you sounded like habib oh i didn't want to choke out this way he was in front of That that's a that's a wild stuff right there yeah. man. yeah um mm. But we talk about how she literally manhandled, well, woman handled Felicia Spencer. Well, hey. Felicia Spencer <laughs> also choked, rear necked choked um, Megan mm-hmm. Anderson, um, and that was the reason why she is on a two fight win streak because of uh, her last loss was to uh, Felicia Spencer. So, mm-hmm. <sighs> on the ground is Amanda Nunes standing up is Amanda Nunes. I will. There's the only advantage I give Megan, her height. Her height, six footer, exactly. Her height and her long legs could mm-hmm. be factored. The leg kicks, watch out, you know, a little duck and reach here. A leg kick mm-hmm. that can, you know, I mean, we saw what happened with Holly Holm and Ronda Rousey. Obviously, we know Ron Rousey had did not have good striking, but mm-hmm. be wary of, of head kicks, you know, with those long legs and her being tall. So, what you got, Blake?
3: Yeah, I wish that I had like some new, like crazy technique or something to tell you guys about this fight that you didn't already say but it's, it is it is what it is it's, it's Amanda Nunez winning handily uh, and us wondering once again who is her next opponent you know where does she go from here it's I'm taking Amanda Nunez
2: lock of the night yeah gotta be oh that's right my lock of the night too um, you don't make mistakes like this you, okay. there's certain guys you just don't bet against that's certain girls you don't get uh-huh. against. <laughs> we don't She is. So she like, is that. She is that girl. She is, is that woman. And let me
0: let me say one more thing, guys. She has beaten every other champion at uh, what one thirty five and one forty five. So obviously not the right. one. You know, one twenty five is not the one fifteen. Right, she's right. not bullying yeah, the little yeah, girls yeah. or anything like that. Just wanted to <laughs> get that I'll off take of chance, literal, right. real, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people that say
2: Valentina and a lot of people that say Valentina Shevchenko, y'all. I'm hmm. sorry. I mean, yes. A lot of people thought she lost her last one. Mm-hmm. but I don't want to see Valentina fight her again. I'm sorry. And, still, and whoever yeah. Valentina's playing next, I saw her. She got to fight Andrade. Andrade that's going to actually be really good. Jessica Andrade is mm-hmm. actually going to be a really good fight. But yeah. her and Nunes again, I don't want to see it. I don't think it's possible. I just don't see it happening. So, y'all, yeah, man. Do, do we even have to come on, man? Do we Ooh. even need to be? Do we even need to hype this up? I we mean, we have. I'll a show you who's skinny. Who <laughs> has threats? And I mean threats. Every single middleweight that there has been that is a contender right now in the middleweight division, he has smoked them and smoked them so bad that they had to drink wine the day before the fight. Just to (laughs) get some sleep because they were so worried that they had to fight this man. Come on, Polakasa, stop with this. But Israel, man, he's getting ready to fight young Polish freaking power. The Polish monster, (laughs) Pola Bear himself. (laughs) Boy, (laughs) man, man. look, bro. I, I can't. I can't sit here and emphasize it enough. How exciting this fight is going to be! But the thing about this fight, because what makes fights is styles and matchups, and that is the thing that I am going to look forward to. I'm going to go in and pick it first. I'm gonna let y'all get on and get into it with this fight with Israel. Israel, I mean, man, 20 and 0. MMA. man. I mean, the man has had over what 70 to 80 kickboxing fights. He pulled po- in pro boxing. He's done Muay Thai. I mean, you made it. He has done it. What does Jan got to beat this man? That one shot. <laughs> See, that, that was the difference between him and Paul Acosta. Paul Acosta could mm. drop you with a shot and there. He could, but it wasn't that one shot. It's mm. like Conor McGregor's left hand. It's that one shot that could put you down and I look, and like Derrick Lewis, you know, you got those guys that just touch you, and you know, oh man. And I can never live down the fact that my boy, um, Israel fought him, I cannot think of his name right now, he was a little middleweight. Uh, they fought for the interim title. I was not think
3: his name. Oh, Kevin yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. I cannot get over the fact that Kelvin Gassel himself mm-hmm. had the chance to beat Israel and he mm-hmm. didn't go for the kill. He pissed me off because he had a chance to beat Israel and he didn't go for the kill. He tried to take him down on the fence. We had Israel stumbling. Do you think Young gonna try to go for a takedown when he gets this man stumbling? I do not. But I'm gonna I'm learn from Finney. Every fight so far along, I pick Joe Romero, I pick Kevin Gasol, I pick Robert Whitaker, I pick Paulo. Poly- man, Finney, it's time for you to learn, bud. Yeah. <laughs> you don't keep picking, man. So I have to, even though I like Young. I like him, but for the sole purpose of this man, Israel striking. They don't call him the style builder for nothing. Uh-huh. It's a matchup. Game. He's going to pick apart those legs and he's going to piece them up on the head. Yep. I got Israel under Sanya becoming the sixth ever double champion. Mm. Okay. Take it on, Blake. Take it on, Blake.
3: I think something, in my opinion, that I have not heard anything about in this fight, Israel Adesanya is going up a weight class. There is a lot of size, a lot of thickness and power and beefiness from one eighty-five to two hundred five. That's twenty pounds mm-hmm. right there. And then you add the weight cut. Jan Blachowicz is Israel's already a skinny guy. He's been the smaller mm-hmm. guy besides the Gaslam fight. You know, obviously he was the bigger guy, but, um, dude, Bohovic is powerful. He is big. He is mean. And if he had not lost to Tiago Santos, I don't know if you guys remember that fight. It was back in 2019. Oh yeah. uh, He just got, he just got clipped. He got clipped at the end of the third round and that was it. And that's Tiago Santos. Mm -hmm. That's what he does. Um, I don't think Israel, I've said this before. I don't think Israel has that one shot that can put Blahovic away. Um, And I I don't see Blahovic being as complacent as, as Paula Costa was to just take these leg kicks and just, you know, hang out. Mm -hmm. Like he's the bigger guy. He's also a champion. He's not going to just sit there and let Israel work his game plan, Mm -hmm. but that's easier said than done. Like, Mm -hmm. like Torres said, he is the style bender for a reason, because mm-hmm. he can hit you, and he's not there to be hit. He's back. He's out. He's on the edge. And before you know it, those those shots add up, and then you get knocked out. Or you get drawn in, and then you get knocked out. So it's really mm-hmm. – there's not a safe place when you're fighting Israel. Um, Torres also touched on Jan's power. If he didn't lose to Tiago Santos, what's this?
2: 2-4. He would have been fighting Jan's
3: he, he would have one oh, wow. fought John Jones Two, he would be on a nine fight winning streak. That's his only loss. Uh, Tor- Jordan already called it out. I mean, Tyler already called it out. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, already, no. I saw it. No. <laughs> okay, right. right. hey, hey, he's hey. not even Polish. Hey, hey. <laughs> Torres,
0: Torres,
2: he's
3: not even Polish. Torres, <laughs> Torres, Torres said that, that he's a smart guy. He's learned from his mistakes. Luckily for me, I'm an idiot. I have not. Oh. I'm taking Jan. <laughs> okay. I, I think I've said on this podcast I will never pick against Israel Adesanya again. You did. Here I am. You, baby. you lied.
1: You lied. <laughs> he yeah. You he
3: lied. Here I am. Now, all
1: the only reason I knew, I remember you had said something about a Polish flag last time when mm. Jan won. You, yeah. You said you, yeah. You had said something about it, so I was gotcha. like, I saw you reaching mm. in the closet. I was like, I know this man. Oh, does oh, it? Was. I I couldn't I
3: couldn't leave it. Leave it out it this He was getting time. The, the prop ready for the bit. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. All right.
2: Oh, uh, it been some good videos. I love it. That was good. Mm. All, I got. all right, Jordan, what you think? All man? right. Come on. Yeah, speaking Come of that. already man, won
0: yeah. one. Man, right when, right when Torres handed it off, I was like, oh, I wonder what Blake's got to say about this. But I was like, oh, wait, never mind. I know exactly what Blake's going to say about this. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, man, all right. And y'all probably know exactly what I'm going to say about oh, we it. Know. I'm going to give yeah, you a little yeah, twist. I'm going to give you a little twist. I am worried. I am worried. You know who I'm picking. Uh, yeah. You know who I'm picking. So I'm not taking away from that at all. Just let me yeah. set it up a little bit. <laughs> Jan's got that power. Jan has that power. Jan has that pop-up-a-power. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> man can put you to sleep. Man can put you to sleep However he, know, however he lands. The boy is powerful. And not to mention, I know that we talked about a little bit of grappling. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, the man's got some submissions. You know what I'm saying? I think he's going to try to go power for power, you know, because the Polish power is legendary now. He's been playing it up. He's been starching fools. You know what I'm saying? Corey Anderson comes to mind. Oh man. Um, yes. My man's got power. He is terrifying. And the tear that he is on is terrifying. But um, uh, he's stiff. You know what I mean? I don't want to say that he's slow, but he is stiff. And we have seen what Izzy does to stiff guys. I mean, Paulo Costa was a little stiff in their fight. Yo, Romero can be stiff sometimes um, on the feet. I would argue that that Derek Brunson is a little stiff. You know what I mean? His biggest wins have come against guys that are a little boxy. You know what I mean? Like the bigger, you know, especially with Paulo and, you know, Romero was kind of like a, you know, we'll, we'll call that one a wash. But when you fight bigger boxier guys like that, granted, um, uh, Jan Blachowicz does have one punch knockout power. That everybody said Paulo Costa had, but we had never seen that from him. You know, we saw you know big TKOs with big shots that lots of damage. But man, I think he's going to find his success in the spots that Jan is just a little too boxy in. You know what I mean? Those those spots where he doesn't really quite move super fluently like someone like like Adesanya does. He's like, I don't want to be you know too cliche about it, but he's very Bruce Lee esque man. The man is water a lot, a lot of the time in there. The man moves. The man moves without getting hit. And he does all the damage in the world that he wants to do. I wouldn't – I would be appalled. I would be heartbroken if Jan got it done. But let me tell you what. I wouldn't be too terribly surprised. I think the size difference is going to be very big. I think uh, that uh, uh, Stylebender has even said that he's not even putting on that much weight to go up. He right? He's he just not putting down.
2: only 190.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. He doesn't want to be a 205-er in, in terms of the scale. You know what I mean? He just wants to strap. And he wants to set up that John Jones super fight. So a lot rides on this fight, you know what I'm saying? There is so much pressure, but let me tell you what, man, if anybody's primed to handle that pressure, I think it's Sonia You know, we've seen guys like Conor McGregor, you know, shine in that kind of spotlight. We've seen other guys do it. GSP comes to mind too, you know, in the more pressure cooker situations, moving up a division, winning a title, um, It's tough, man. I'm scared. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm real, real scared. I'm gonna be, you know, sweating the entire fight. I'm gonna be white knuckles on the edge of my seat. But I think at the end of the day, what we're gonna see is Adesanya come away with maybe a finish. I don't wanna say that it looks the exact same way that Diario Santos did against Jan Blahovich. I don't think it's one big shot that puts him down and follow-up punches. I think that it's an accumulation. I think that it's probably, you know, the body kicks, the leg kicks, you know, some punches. Um, that was the most vague way that I could have possibly told you he's going to be finished, but I think that it's going to be an accumulation. I think he's going to pick his shots, I think he's going to move, he's not going to be there to be countered. Um, and so I think that Adesanya gets it done. That's my boy. Let's see it happen. Champ, champ. I didn't realize that there had already been six champ, champs. Torres is, is educating me over here. That seems like a lot. Yes, i don't we know. got
2: uh Connor McGregor. Uh, take that back. Mm-hmm. They, I, I'm taking that back. It could be the fourth. No, I, I know, think obviously, a man a girl, DC. Man. Conor, six DC Conor mm-hmm. McGregor. Um, they probably made in two different weight classes. Yeah, six, six, oh, okay. six champions. Yeah, 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 yeah. I said that okay because
0: that brings eight in eight eight. BJ Penn, that brings in Gsp, obviously. GSP, um mm-hmm. Randy Couture to go back. Randy Couture, um, yeah. Add his name to the list, bro. Style bender, yeah. Israel out of Sonya. He gets it done. Israel under Sonya This
3: man All got right. me nervous now. Yeah, yeah. Now it's I'm, scary. It's scary. Just, just
1: like, I mean, Jordan, Jordan and I, I, I don't know, I feel like every time Jordan and I, when we're picking Israel, any fight with Israel, we, we really just go with Israel. I, I'm going gonna—I'm not going to go against that. I feel like I'd be stupid to do so. I mean, I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie. Jordan, um, you know, he does bring up and, you know, Blake brings up the good points of, um, you know, Lockowicz. You know, he has a, a good shot here. You know, if he's able to land that shot, there's always that fear that, you know, if it is to land, it, it mm-hmm. could put him out. Like a light, you know, it could easily put him out. And like a light. yeah, like a light. And I just <laughs> I, that 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 scares me a bit. The weight class, you know, what you, the, you know, the weight movement. I didn't realize it mm. that you know that big of a deal, mm-hmm. but that is that is a big deal, man. Um, I don't know though. It's just hard for me to go against the technique, the strategy, just the whole the whole shebang that Adesanya really brings to the table. He's just he's just clean, bro. The dude is smooth. Like, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of. You know, going back, we you know we just watched Usman a couple weeks back. It's just you know, there's these kind of guys. There's these. There's definitely this tier, mm-hmm. and they're yeah. I, don't know, I kind of coordinate. You know, I have these. That, to me, they're very similar in a sense. You know, like they mm-hmm. they both just have this. They have this. Um, you know, this this personality about them, the way that they fight. I don't know. Everything's just technical mm-hmm. and smooth, and it they can add that pizzazz to it because they're just that freakish. You know, athletically and everything. So I don't know, man. I just can't bet against that. I got Israel right here all the way,
2: man. Usman said by the end of the year, all of them will be champion. Him, Naganu and Israel will all what be What a champion. sight that would so be, huh? I that would be. They have a we got a good card, shot at that, bro. We and the reason him. why they all want to be champion is once they all become champion, they want to have a major big-time card in Africa. What that would be, be
1: nice. Mm. That would that be nice. Be yeah, nice, Because they'll never have a card there, this. right?
2: No, they never had a card there. So the first ever card would be, you know, mm. three African descendants, wow. all champions,
0: yeah, um, headlining.
2: I mean, bro, you can't make this up. That would like, be something. Man. Mm. Um, so I mean, I mean, then to, to be honest, it'd be more of like Israel, like <laughs> Israel would you know, he gonna have two belts. He's the guy. Yeah. And like and like Israel said, Israel went all the way up to heavyweight in kickboxing, and he was weighing around 190. He said he never gained weight when he went up in kickboxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He never gained weight when he was doing Muay Thai. He said it wasn't necessary mm-hmm. for him. He said, because my skills, he, he, he always kept saying, muscle don't win you fight when, when you fight. And I agree with him in, in that regard. It doesn't. Uh, you prove that time and time again. Um, but what will win you fights is sometimes having that one shot. And I do fear for him in that regard. I think it's going to be a little bit, it ain't going to be easy. I think mm. you saw what Burns did with Usman. I think, you know, Yon might stumble him in there. Because we, we, we've seen what Israel did when he had adversity. Again, him again, Gaslam, he mm. faced adversity. Haven't seen him face adversity since then. Since then, it's been, you know, smooth sailing. So we're going to see what that adversity is now. What happened when Yon start adding those body kicks? Can Jan, uh, what happened when Yon start throwing those leg kicks? What happened when Yon might go to the body with a few of those right hands? Are you still? What is you gonna be on the fence? What about you like clinches with Israel? Oh Mm -hmm. my god, you think about those things. So Mm -hmm. it's gonna be interesting, man. It's gonna be really interesting, but I'm so excited for this card from start to finish, man. And I truly believe this is gonna be one of the best ones of the year so far. We got a whole lot of other ones coming up, but this is gonna be one of the best cards of the year. So, do y'all got anything to add on to it, man?
3: I, d- I did just want to say one last thing about Yon, and I did a bad job of, of saying power, power, power as well. But I, when, uh, when Tyler was talking, I, I was reminded of the kicks or really mm-hmm. the kick, the, the damage that he did to Dominic Reyes with one body mm-hmm. shot. Good God. Like he, He's not just one knockout power. He has a lot of other tools at his disposal with power behind them as well. I mean, mm. and like you were saying, if, if he can land one of those body shots on Adesanya, who is skinnier and where it w- that will make a difference, yeah. not having those extra pounds, it's going to be tough. It is going to be really tough. I feel you. I feel you. Boarded but followed. reference,
0: reference <laughs> uh, Anderson Silva. Um, oh, gosh, no. James Irvin. James Irvin. He landed a, a sick leg kick. Anderson caught that thing. Uh, straight punch down the pipe, put him to sleep. I could easily see it happening. Oh yeah, it would be poetic justice. It would be <laughs> for for somebody, you know, like uh, like style bender to mimic the spider in, in that regard, in, in a, yeah. a double champ effort. You know what I mean?
3: And I was I was saying I was nervous for my pick when you were talking because mm-hmm. uh what you were saying reminded me of connor before he moved to 155. They mm-hmm. were like, "How mm-hmm. are you going to deal with the power at 155?" Yeah. And connor said. When I look at 155, they're stiff as a board. Yeah. what and, and, yeah. and, and he, he went to stiff. 155 and faced the champion and made him look but, like he was stiff well, as a board. That's, yeah. that's partly
0: where his power comes from, though. He's always wow. torqued, and he, he's always ready to go. Well, court well, punches.
3: In that same regard, so Adesanya
0: – mm-hmm.
3: Well, Connor's much more powerful than Adesanya in my mind, but they both have that kind of – crazy different style yeah. they're in and out yeah you know it's the same speed difference uh when they're moving up division so i i really think mm-hmm. adesanya mm-hmm. he's got a really good shot in this fight too so it's gonna yeah. be amazing. but i'm
0: scared too man I, i'm <laughs> right there with you i'm i'm worried I'm too side, bro, bro.
3: Yeah. i'm just worried yeah. right on the other side <laughs> i love
2: UFC. i love yeah. i love so good it's makes be me way so more good, nervous
0: man. than it should yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah yeah it's gonna be so good man it's gonna you be so on. good well Tyler, close it out because you're the best. All right. Man, all right. right. Yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> per usual, Mario per Mario usual.
1: Jordan and Blake, thank you guys so much for coming. We appreciate it. I know, you know, sometimes we ask from you guys. We really do love having you though. And the people I feel mm-hmm. like really love hearing from you guys when it comes to this topic. So uh, again, thank you guys so much. I appreciate the time and effort y'all put into this no and uh, to you guys out there listening. Thank you guys for listening into the show. Feel free to keep showing that support. Give us that follow over on Twitter at the TNT podcast and over on Instagram at TT underscore podcast. You can listen to us anywhere, guys. It's on Spotify, Apple podcast, anywhere. You can listen to podcasts So like, share, subscribe, show that support, put throw it on your story, retweet it, whatever you got to do. We got to get that, that stuff rolling out. So thank you guys so much. We appreciate it. And we will see you next time.
2: Boom, boom.